Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, September 19th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside former EIC of Fanbyte, now unemployed, Danielle <laughs> Riando. Hello, Danielle. Hi. I'm How so happy to be here. I'm wearing my daddest vacation shirt, as I said in the pre-show. Really sure. enjoying that fun employed life right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, you got to look for the silver <laughs> lining. So if it means that you can wear a dad vacation shirt on a Monday morning, go for it, you know? Yeah, which, you know, is not different from the rest of my life, to be honest with you. I always wear shit like this. So, I was going to say, know. I've seen Imran Khan, and I don't think Fanbyte had a very, you know, important dress code, but I just wanted to make <laughs> <Really>? sure. How <laughs> are you? I'm good. I'm actually really, I'm doing well. I'm, uh, you know, I'm underemployed because I do have sure. a, a secondary gig that I do, which is cool. Uh, I teach game design, which is a lot of fun. What but I'm doing that? well. I'm honestly doing well, uh, considering, you know, it's a bit of a weird week last week. I'm not going to lie, but. Yeah, it, uh, I don't know how, well, we don't, obviously, your fan bites your past. We don't have to get into it and do stuff. But basically, <laughs> if people don't know, yeah. you were the EIC of Fanbyte, and then all of a sudden the rug was pulled out from under you and just about everybody at Fanbyte last week, right? Yeah, most of the staff, about yeah. uh, two-thirds of the staff. I mean, we had like 25 at our peak last month, and then yeah. I think it's down to seven now, maybe something mm -hmm. like that, something somewhere around there. Uh, I can't, obviously can't talk specifics. I'm not it asking a, for It was a bit weird. It was yeah, a bit yeah, weird, yeah. not going to yeah. lie. Uh, but, yeah, of course, the, the higher fan bite hashtag is uh, going around on Twitter, so some really amazing folks are indeed looking for work right now. And, uh, and of course, I, I'm just going to say you should hire them, everybody. Not, not you if, know, royal you, royal you. If you have jobs, you should hire these folks. because they're. Great. And if you need to see them, we have a whole bunch of them coming through, of course, yes. kind of Funny Games Daily. All week long, we'll be hosted by, some, uh, I guess, f five, including you, people who have been yep. recently laid off from games media positions because it seems to be going around. It's like either you're getting COVID or laid off. And those are the two things yep. that are getting passed around quite a bunch in the industry. I was worried about both at the same time. I was kind of like, yeah. you know, it'd be funny if I got my, like, third round of COVID right now, too. Like, as You've already had it. You've already done I've had it twice. I've had it twice, and I'm an EMT, and I've never gotten it from a patient. So that should tell you how stupid COVID is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's upsetting. Anyway, <laughs> you're still doing the EMT stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just on my ambulance on Friday night, actually, and uh, I will say awesome. it was a good reminder of of kind of how good I have it in my own life. So it was nice to get out there, do a little service in my neighborhood. Uh, I I actually really enjoy riding on my ambulance uh, as a volunteer. So. Now, yeah. how long have you been doing that? Because I remember that yeah. was honestly one of my introductions to you. I've known you, obviously, <laughs> via the internet for quite some time. Yeah. But then, at a PAX East, Paxamania, Dan Riker broke my ribs, or nearly broke my ribs. Yep. And when I was back there, Dan was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you came over, you're like, I'm an EMT. Get out of the way, you idiot. Let me investigate <laughs> if this man's hurt. Yeah, I felt so terrible because that's one of the very few things we can do, like, nothing about, like, yeah. as an EMT. It's like, I can do a pillow splint, maybe, but that's not going to really do much. <laughs> Most other broken bones, you can do a lot more for. You can splint them up really nice. You can kind of set the bone back a little bit. So I felt terrible. I was like, I'm so sorry, my friend. 
This is one of those things. It's like you need somebody with a lot more education than me. It was just nice to have someone come over and check on me. You know what I mean? After, you know, getting the kaiju stomping on me and then Dan jumping on me and then Kevin Coelho the rest of the day babying me as I cried around Pax East. Oh, my God. Broken heads are so painful. (laughs) Oh, yeah. God, of course. I I first became an EMT in like 2007 when I was in grad school because I was just like, I'm never going to get a job in film. I should do something useful. Um, (laughs) And then pivoted to video games. Doesn't really make sense, but I've been an EMT here in New York City for about six and a half years now. So wow. I volunteer. I go a few times a month. I, uh, you know, I don't get paid, but I love it. It's honestly really fun. It's a good way to like, I don't know, just see another side of the city, help people out a little bit, do something very hands-on. You know, when you do games media, very. it doesn't always feel super hands-on. So this yeah. is like, oh, people are bleeding. I can try to stop that bleeding. It's kind of nice. <laughs> And again, I think it gives you a bit of perspective, maybe. Yeah. It really helps. I will say it really helped last week. So we have lots of gaming news to cover. The one question I had before you, because obviously we're gonna do a Patreon post show. We're gonna talk all about you, your career, and your history and games and stuff like that. But Thank you. the one question I have for you is at this moment, do you still want to do games media? Do you're talking about like game design as a course? Okay, you're shaking your head. Yes. Yeah, you're still here, you're sticking around. I I want to do all kinds of stuff, honestly. Um, I've never had fewer than like three jobs. This is the first time I've had like fewer than three jobs in 13 years, I want to say. So always, always, always. I'm always gonna write about games in whatever capacity. I'm always gonna kind of try to make games. I'm working on a little game project right now with a couple of other ex fanbite people, which is pretty okay, exciting. Okay, okay. And yeah, I I love I love games and I love what they are and I love, you know, kind of breaking them down. So yes to all of it, basically. Well, fantastic. Everybody, keep your Thanks. eyes peeled. If you have a gaming site or something and you like what you see today, <laughs> hit up Danielle. Where can people follow you, Danielle? That's always important. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Twitter's the best place. It's Danielle R I D A N I E L L E R I, which both Danielle Riendo and Danielle Rhode Island. I'm a famous Rhode Islander. Not, I'm not really famous. Don't worry. Like Rhode Island's a good of pull. Rhode Island. That's a good pull. Yeah. I like that as an easier way to explain what your name is. I appreciate it that. It helps, right? For now, let's explain that GTA 6 has possibly had the biggest video game leak of all time. Cyberpunk 2077 is having an impressive resurgence and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games lets you write in, get the show ad-free, get it with the exclusive post-show we do, and of course, get a bevy of other benefits for the Gamescast, Xcast, PS, I Love You, XOXO. You can watch us record all of those shows live and ad free and get the post show and yada 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 but if you have no bucks to toss our way it's no big deal you can watch the show for free as we record it on youtube.com slash kind of funny games over on youtube.com slash kind of funny games people like the smoking butt hut <laughs> omar ray is I, I just see the first one and i do it i'm sorry sometimes it's like that and royal martin are all watching live they have a special job go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we get wrong as we get it wrong so we can set the record straight for everybody watching the on-demand version on youtube.com slash kind of funny games later rooster and podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. If you want to go that extra mile, of course, use our epic creator code, kind of funny, when maybe you're playing that brand new season of Fortnite. If you buy anything or download something for free on the Epic Game Store, or if you input it on an epic game like Rumbleverse on Xbox or PlayStation, we get a few bucks without costing you anything. Housekeeping for you. The first two episodes of Survive Block Island Meltdown are available right now on Roosterteeth.com. That's Roosterteeth's survival reality show taking place in Minecraft, featuring names like Meg Turney, Gavin Free, Michael Jones, and the one and only Blessing, Adioye Jr. 
Goshir Bless on as he tries to survive in dire conditions. That's over on roostreet.com. Our latest House of the Dragon screencast is up right now on youtube.com slash kindoffunny. Do I pop in? Yes. Did I only Was I only awake for like 15 minutes of the show? Yes, I was. Uh, the Star <laughs> Wars re-review of Rogue One has been postponed, so it will not be live later today on Patreon nor on YouTube tomorrow. As soon as we know a new date, uh, we'll let you know a new time and place for it so we can talk about the beloved movie all together with Tim Barrett, Anthony Carboni, and Sage Ryan. Thank you to our Patreon producer, Fargo Brady. Today we're brought to you by Shopify and MeUndies, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Number one, the continuing saga of Grand Theft Auto 6. If you were under a rock all weekend, maybe offline, maybe you missed it, Grand Theft Auto 6 did in fact leak a whole bunch of footage from it, a whole bunch of information, and now we are dealing with the fallout as Rockstar... In take two, pretty litigious people <laughs> have taken yep. to the internet to be like, yo, we're going to fucking kill this guy. We join Ryan Dinsdale at IGN who writes, Grand Theft Auto developer Rockstar Games has confirmed that the GTA 6 leaks that appeared online yesterday, September 18th, are real, but development will not be affected as a result. Rockstar published a statement to Twitter saying the, quote, early development footage was illegally taken from its systems following a network intrusion as, and it's disappointed to have its new game shared for the first time this way. Quote, we recently suffered a network intrusion in which an unauthorized third party illegally accessed and downloaded co confidential information from our systems, including early development footage for the next Grand Theft Auto, the statement reads. We are extremely disappointed to have to, to have any details of our next game shared with you in this way. Our work on the next Grand Theft Auto game will continue as planned, and we remain as committed as ever to delivering an experience to you, our players, that truly exceeds your expectations. We will update everyone again soon, and, of course, we will properly introduce this next game to you when it's ready. We want to thank everyone for their ongoing support through this situation, end quote. Close to 100 different videos of the game were shared online anonymously, showing robberies, gunplay, fully voiced conversations, and more. The footage all but confirms the rumors that GTA 6 will feature male and female protagonists in a Vice City setting. Danielle... Yeah. What a shitty weekend. <laughs> I know. Oh my God, I know. And I even like tried not to be super into game news for this weekend. I was like, I need myself a little break yeah. and do other things. But I, I couldn't not see this too. Like at the, at the same time, it was like everything was just like the discourse was talking about these leaks, of course. So there was um, a lot of discourse. How much did you go into the Isle of Forbidden Fruit? How much did you watch the leaks? Did you get how were you in there just looking at everything, clicking on everything? I did not. You pervert. I did not. I, I you <laughs> know, I wasn't a pervert for this. I mean, you know, don't worry, I'm a pervert for everything else. Oh, yeah. But like, you know, I, I kind of like genuinely my my gut reaction was just feeling bad for like artists who are sure. getting their work like shown in like not the best way. And obviously game art jobs are super not easy. Animation jobs are super not easy. So it's kind of like, oh, that, you know, oh, buddies, you know, and I don't even know how big this team is at this point. If they, if they're nine years in the making at this point, how big is that team that's like working on all this stuff? So of course, that was my first gut reaction is just like, oh God, that, oh, that sucks for them. Um, yeah, and I think that's the big takeaway, right? Like, I see people yeah. in the live chat right now, like, oh, my God, I don't want to hear. We're not going to talk about what the game was or the content of it, even though, like, I mean, spoilers. Like, we just read it, and that's what it looked like. <laughs> hey, right. here's an avatar committing crimes. It's Grand Theft Auto. It's like, <laughs> it's all right, yeah. like Shocking. 
I think that was, <laughs> yeah. that was, you know, it's one of those things where I've uh, been lucky enough over my career to make a lot of friends with devs and I'm not close friends with anybody who works at rockstar. And so like when other leaks have happened, I'm always, I always try to send a text like, Hey, I know this sucks in the moment, but you need to understand how short everyone's memory is and how, when you actually talk about this game, no one's going to care of like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. so it's really such a, eye of the hurricane moment where it's like, Oh my God, you feel it. You're in it. You're living it. It's obviously the biggest news story, but Next week, it won't be in the week after that, even less than that. And then the next time a leak happens, somebody will probably mention the GTA 6 thing. But as Rockstar points out, like when they get to where they actually want to announce it and they actually reveal it and they put up the logo and the countdown clock and the date, no one's going to be like, well, I've already seen it. I saw this yeah. a year and a half ago. Like, I mean, I don't know what I just saw. I saw somebody running around shooting a gun. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. And it was like, they didn't have to wait long, which I know is like the next <laughs> news item, but like, they didn't have to wait long for another leak to replace <laughs> the big news, right? I mean, no. I the next they story, were like, whoo. The next you know? story, I was, no, it's the other way around, I think, where the next story is that, oh, yeah. It, the other way around, okay. The headline the is over 40 minutes like, of Diablo 4 gameplay has seemingly been leaked. This is Chris Scullion at VGC. We'll read about that. I'm sure they're like, oh my God, the perfect time. If you wanted to leak any, have any, any other game leak right now Fail. gta will be the one everyone is talking about no offense to diablo diablo is gonna be huge and hopefully it's great and yada yada but it's like big deal okay <laughs> nobody's hung up on that they're hung up on gta and again yeah. for both of these yeah that's what it comes back to is feeling bad for the developers i think yeah. because like yeah. what is the tangible news item excitement to get out of this of unfinished work early development work stuff that's behind you know not where it should be of course the source code right for gta 5 leaked as well or was shared or whatever like yeah. It's just all around like this is a shitty situation in like an, an mainly an annoying way to do this and announce a game because if you were if you I assume you're watching this God no I was gonna say you're probably old enough but you might not be old enough to remember the you know the announcement of GTA Five which was so like pomp circumstance here's a video this is the thing the narrated walkthroughs and yada 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 because GTA Five has yeah. been out for so so long at this point uh, nine nine plus years at this isn't point, that ridiculous like that. isn't that like, ridiculous. I, I can't even believe that i'm kind of like oh yeah i remember when like grand theft auto grand theft auto was out on the playstation it was like a cool oh, yeah. thing that i've read about an egm or something yeah. you know it was one of those oh yeah like, i was talking about it like i, I was a big gta2 yeah. fan on ps1 and so when my egm arrived that had the first screenshots of grand theft auto 3 and i read it and i'm like i'm like I, I remember reading it and I was like, this is witchcraft. <laughs> How are they going to give a third person game that has all the freedom of the game I play from a top down 2D? A perspective? sandbox game, which now is a must in vogue again. But like at the well, time, it every was game like, is sandbox. Open world wasn't a thing at the time. It was so exactly, wild. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, Ancient. yeah. <laughs> they're trying to get rid of us. We won't let them get rid of us in this I'm industry. We're in. hanging I'm on like a barnacle. <laughs> but yeah, that's the whole thing of it, right? Where it was like, oh, okay. And it's, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just the fact that it's such a big game and it is so much of it that leaked, right? Where it's like, even for a GTA six and this much of a leak, I guess this, let me, I'm, I'm backloading the question. Danielle, is this the biggest video game leak of all time? You think? Oh God. Maybe I, it's hard. To, it's hard to top halo two, right? What happened with like halo two? Cause wasn't sure. that like most of the game? If I'm I remembering so, correctly, remember correctly, like I was an Xbox fan at the time. Seven, yeah, <laughs> seventy like seventy plus percent of that game like leaked not too long before the game came out. So that was like what I think of as like the gold standard for like just so much stuff kind of came out of it. But see, and that's why is, I love the question, right? Because it is yeah, what is yeah. it, what does it mean to you? What is the biggest video right. game leak? Because for right. me, my knee jerk reaction, if you were to ask me before this, I would have said, "Oh, yeah. Last of Us Part 2. 
But oh sure, sure. Last of Us Part sure. Two was all cutscenes, right? And granted, it gave away yeah. the story of the game if you really want to investigate and yada yada yada. But it wasn't yeah. the gameplay and what you were doing moment to moment. And then in a very different but similar category, I would think it was you could make an argument for Activision's deal with Bungie and what would become sure. Destiny. Because I remember sure. when that leaked and it was just like it was all the contractual stuff, but it was that yep. they're making this shooter. It's going to go on forever. Here's the plan. I, I'm so rusty on it now, but it's 10 year plan and this, that and the other. And da, 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 no, that was like, huge. Yeah. Of yeah. Course. And so, yeah, as you did. But then it's that thing to come back to like GTA, which I would say is inarguable, even though I know people can make the argument. But GTA, like the biggest video game right like uh like yeah call of duty yeah every year of course yada 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 but again gta 5 was nine years ago it was two generations ago and yep. still gta 5 will pop into the npd and be on these th- lists of what it, it's doing and granted that's grand theft auto online yada 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 but even still when gta 5 launched i remember it, whatever I, what was it a billion dollars in 24 hours and this is the biggest entertainment launch in history and yada, yada like the world's gonna stop when gta 6 comes out again so it's like it will yeah. <laughs> the fact that that game is the one that leaked, that so much of it came out, it's interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think a case could be made for this one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bear, are you making the case for this? Where would you put it? Uh, it's a big one for sure. You know, it, it, yeah. Rockstar is one that we'd never really think of, of like, uh, you know, being super. Open and that's about the that. other thing. Yeah. Rockstar was such a great muzzle on everybody oh, yeah. i mean in like a mm-hmm. horrible sense even maybe it is horrible and it was bad for a while but they mm. say they've gotten better yada yada, yada. but like the, rockstar is the company that like is the black fucking hole the reason yeah. i don't have any friends that work at rockstar is the people who work <laughs> at rockstar don't talk about working at rockstar ever they yeah. never talk about it rockstar yeah, wants them all they don't know, they know they're cool you know they don't need to talk yeah. about it and brag about it you know uh I, chat's uh, <laughs> been saying the nvidia leak but like is that a meme at this point because i feel like the nvidia leak uh you know andy always references uh it when talking about bloodborne or whatever but it's like that that instance of it yes is a meme that's andy memeing but then every other fucking game that comes true from the nvidia link and then it's like well arguably yeah. well obviously that game was going to announce or that was going to become a thing it's like yeah but like Hmm. Yeah. That is a good one too. That is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think, I think Batman Arkham Knight stuff leaked too before oh, before the game had come out. That's yeah. ringing a bell. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Well, I remember, um, yeah. Remember when Kevin Conroy got baited into saying he was another Batman? Game. <laughs> well, I, I, oh. I think like specifically the. Um, the Arkham Knight uh, reveal of who that character is was leaked uh, alongside mm. the the Joker aspect of that game as well. Gotcha, I, gotcha, I gotcha, vaguely gotcha. remember seeing that stuff uh, get spoiled for me before I got to play it, mm. which I remember being that was the last game I ever went to a quote unquote midnight release for. It was like <sighs> 9 p.m. But remember those? Oh, my yeah. God. I did that for Fallout 4. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Great game. <laughs> my last midnight release. Jeez. <laughs> I think Arkham Knight was probably mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not too wildly. And then also, uh, roughly around that same time, uh, Mad Max. And I was the only person who bought Mad Max on the day that, uh, what was it, Metal Gear Solid Five came out? (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. You hear from Metal Gear? No, man, Mad Max. It's cool as hell. The car car combat in that game, sick as hell. It was Game of the Millennium, I think, right? Wasn't that what we declared it at one point? I think so. Uh... God, that re- this is not at all related to that, but it kind of is. Of just like I remember, it's like when the, the Weezer Green album dropped after like so many years off from Pinkerton. I went to the Tower Records for the midnight release, and everybody else was there for something else. I forget what it was. It was some other like band that more people obviously loved. 
But like, and like, oh, you're here. I'm like, no, guys, we certainly, like, I don't know, sure. Here you go, you weirdo. Go home. Like, well, we've got 400 copies back here. Oh, yeah, that's no problem. We would have mailed it to you. We'll give it to you for free. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> Let's move out of this Diablo. Let's get the Diablo stuff in here. Over 40 minutes of Diablo 4, this is number two on the report. More than 40 minutes of Diablo 4 gameplay has seemingly been leaked. This is Chris Scullion at VGC. More than 40 minutes of Diablo 4 footage has been seemingly shared online. It's spotted and shared by Reddit user iVirus0. The footage consists of two clips, one lasting five minutes and the other only oh, um, the other lasting 38 minutes. Uh, it's not yet clear who leaked the footage and why it was shared, but a discussion, which can be heard in the shorter video, implies that whoever recorded the footage wasn't the person playing the game. Instead, it appears that the player was streaming their footage online, likely via Discord, and others are viewing it. Uh, the video contains numerous watermarks that say private test build, along with an ID number, which likely makes it easier for Blizzard to identify who streamed the footage and take action accordingly. You are dead to right, sir. Uh, while it's not clear how the person obtained access to the game, one theory being shared is that it may be related to the friends and family alpha test, uh, which has been ongoing since last month. As such, the streamer may be related to a Blizzard employee. What's clear, however, is that the footage now being leaked uh, was recorded by someone else who was not watching. Uh, the shorter video starts. One person, whose voice is distorted, can be heard saying to another, Are you watching Sky right now? Watch Sky right now. <laughs> why Why are we watching Sky? What is he playing? Asks the second person, who then realizes that what's being streamed. This is not Diablo 4, they say in apparent disbelief. It is, the first one replies. As the, footage, as the footage continues to play, it becomes apparent that the people watching the video don't know the streamer. One viewer asks, who is this person? While well, another replies, I don't know, but I've been watching for a while. Quote, so, so was this coordinated or did he just hop in there and start streaming this? Asked one viewer. Just hopped in and replies another. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Like, it's one of those things, again, right there with everything we said about the GTA devs, copy, paste, apply to this. Of like, yeah. it sucks. But then this is a hilarious interaction of like, let's go like the play by play by Chris Scully. And I'm just like, it's here's really these good. kids. Like, we're just, what are we watching? Is this Diablo 4? <laughs> Amazing. Here, it's like a screenplay. It's like setting the scene and like one kid. Oh my God, watch Sky. Who's Sky? I don't know who Sky is. We're watching Sky. It's like, it's, oh, it's, this is Amazing. Yeah. This And this is also like, I, I'll, I'll be interested if we ever hear what really happened and why this, how this got out the way it got out there. Because it is that thing of whenever we do private demos for something, and, and Daniel, when you do private demos, like it's always watermarked to hell of Greg kind of funny. Like it's all over the place on oh, what yeah. it is. And so, yeah, for this to have just the ID on there, yeah, you would assume it is going to be something related to that. But then, yeah, how did, what, where were they sharing it to that it then got picked up and pushed everywhere? Right. Like I, I would love if like somebody's grandmother was the friend and family and it was sure. like, no idea and, you know yeah. you know little nikki her grandson decided to stream it or something i know that's not how it actually works but in my head canon this is how it all went that's down, more so, entertaining you know, than what probably you happened you know what i mean of like yeah, somebody of sharing they're discording it to a friend you assume who then they start no i guess you can't do that maybe yeah i don't know how you did it and then you have it through discord unless maybe it was like a test twitch stream too to a, and you know how yeah. you can do those to like a dummy account maybe just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 We'll have to wait and see. I don't know. I like Grandma I and Little Nikki, but yeah. Grandma and Little Nikki. That's just what we're gonna do. Grandma was in the friends and family. Little Nikki came into play, and he just started Discord and streaming away on it. So there you go. <laughs> that's it. Number three. <laughs> 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 you say Little Nikki, and I think of when Nick Scarpino from Kind of Funny tells all these stories about his grandma. And like, uh, no, I don't. I, I think about the Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, I was I thinking know, of the Adam Sandler movie too that I, I like. Well, it's that problem where Nick has just infiltrated my memory banks with all his like stories. You know what I mean? Oh, it's good. Him and his Pisha leak. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, Number it's three on the better. rope. 
<laughs> no, better than little nikki i doubt it number three cyberpunk 2077 player counts are skyrocketing this is paul tassi over at forbes an anime series a patch and a sale all three of these things have combined to give cyberpunk 2077 a new lease on life nearly two years after its release in december 2020 while once upon a time it broke concurrent player count records on steam that faded quickly as players either ditched the game for not being what they wanted at launch or beat it and moved on but now, Cyberpunk 2077 seems to be having its No Man's Sky moment, where enough has been fixed and added to the game to convince people to return to it or hop into it for the first time. The incredibly well-received Netflix anime series, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, has inspired some people to return on its own, and Cyberpunk released a patch at the same time that included some small Edge Runners content, but also long-requested quality-of-life features like Transmog and the game's first truly new quests since launch. Combine that with a 50% off sale, and here we are. A month ago, Cyberpunk 2077 had around 15,000 concurrent players during its weekly highs. This weekend, Sunday brought 85,000 players, and the game may not be done yet as things are rising today on Monday. That's about a 550% increase in a month's time on Steam. In the wake of Edge Runners being hit, CDPR has reinforced their commitment to the Cyberpunk IP. But whether that remains, whether that means Edge Runner Season Two, Cyberpunk 2078, or other multimedia projects, uh, that has not been made clear yet. Danielle, whenever somebody shows up, I like to hear their history with Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> what, in what camp do you fall for this open RPG? Open world RPG. I've never played it, but I will tell you that one of my fondest E3 memories of all time was going to the E3 where it was announced and seeing Austin Walker, like, have a religious experience watching that, just that first, 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 like, reveal for it. And, like, just his joy was so infectious. Obviously, sure. a million things happened. Many things happened down the road. Many, 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 many things have happened down the road. And Including I other E3s it. that left us all slack job. Like, how is this a real game? Yeah, it, it wasn't. Was, oh, fuck. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Or maybe it is now. Maybe, maybe it is now. now. Like yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. that's the wild thing, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never played it, but I'm tempted now. And also, like a, a couple of the last pieces I edited in my former job were about this, about the anime being amazing, about the game being secretly great again, and now it's like actually bearing out in terms of players, which is honestly kind of exciting. Um, you know, this is another one where I've always felt like, oh, they bit off so much more than they could chew. But I also like interesting, weird kind of fucked up games like i kind of like when things are like hey you bit off more than you could chew but like going for something man and that's admirable on some sense so i'm kind of happy about this like i'm kind of smiling on this even though i'm not like an ardent player of the game or anything for sure uh you know i'm smiling on it as well and i and i think that comes from the place that you never want to see a video game or a developer fail right yeah yes. you don't want to see them falling and you don't want to see the audience spend their 60 70 bucks on something and be of upset course, and, and yeah. not get what they deserve right and yeah. so for all the public <laughs> lashings cyberpunk has taken and, and cd project red as a developer have taken right or in cd project in general like yeah that's all warranted obviously from the at the top of like all right you you know you hid stuff you failed stuff you didn't have you know last gen in order but you do have devs who work incredibly hard and work incredibly long days and nights for it and so yeah. to get it to a point where people can sit there and be like all right cool i'm having fun with this i'm playing it and i'm not mad about it is great and you know i i played it at launch and i platinumed it and i had a great time with it but it's one of those that i oh, who's this so did she she platinum no i'm just kidding this is finn she's hey finn. she's gonna 
She is perfect, but I am going to try to get her to go over there. Oh, no, I love it. Audio <laughs> listeners to catch us, babe. She'll come back. Don't worry. She'll be back and in greater numbers. Uh, <laughs> no, it's the thing. I enjoyed it for what it was, but it's one of those that was fleeting and was done for me. And, it, and it, that's yeah. like fine. I don't need, not every game needs it, but you know how much pressure was on this. You know how much people oh wanted God, this yeah. to be that thing. And yeah. so now to be so far removed from it. And for me, it's the promise of the DLC they have coming, like the big expansion. Where I'm like, okay, cool. Like, do I want to play that again? Will I play that again? It's neat to see people here having fun with it, jumping in, picking it back up, seeing what the fixes are and where they've gone with it. Like, that's rad. Yeah. And again, like, I want people to have that. I want there to be that experience for people. Yeah, and the No Man's Sky sort of pull there is perfect, too. I actually just got into No Man's Sky. Like, I oh, played wow. it at launch, played like 30-something hours and just kind of fell off of it. Oh, there's Finn again. No Man's, no man's Finn right here. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, like just got super into it again, like a couple of weeks ago. And I'm kind of like, I love when this happens. I love when devs can like get the chance to fix things and actually. I mean, no, this guy is such an incredible story. And then, yeah, to see yeah. people be able to replicate that. And again, Cyberpunk do that. A, a, a game that meant so much to people and does have so much going for it. For me, I, I think it's not outrageous. I understand video game development's hard, but the fact that we just got, oh God, this cat's amazing. The fact She's that we so just good. got, we just got uh, transmog in it. Cause that yeah, was such yeah. a thing for me of like, I was playing that game and overpowered and amazing. And I look like trash. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> I look like I ran through a goodwill, like all, you know, all covered in sticky tape. Like I'm just like, whatever the stats are. Is Midnight city's that. goodwill, you know, yeah. like <laughs> you do what you can there. <laughs> I'm just trying to get out of just trying to survive. So good for him. All right. Good. And I hope, do you think you'll ever play it? Do you think you'll come oh, and play yeah. it this summer? Okay. Oh, yeah. Especially now that I have a little extra time. <laughs> now's the now is your time. Now is the time for. for Cyberpunk, you know? <laughs> excellent. Excellent. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, now is the time for me to remind you about patreon.com slash kind of funny games over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You can write in and be part of the show. You can get the show ad free. You can get it with the post show and you can get all these benefits for everything else we do on kind of funny. Of course, though, you're not there right now. So here's a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by me, Undies. We've all heard of gut instinct, but have you ever heard of butt instinct? It's when your butt tells you it wants new undies. Listen to your butt. Luckily, we work with MeUndies, makers of the most buttery, soft, and sustainable undies, bralettes, and socks that exist. You know that I have lived my life, MeUndies, head to toe for the majority of the last couple years. I'm just all in on MeUndies because they are absolutely the most comfortable uh, clothes I've ever put on my body. Available in sizes extra small to 4XL. They have new colors and prints dropping weekly, so there's always something exciting to check out. You can try their free-to-join membership for free shipping on every order and exclusive perks like an item shipped to your door every month, secret sales, and early access to their newest stuff. MeUndies has a great offer for you guys out there. For any first-time purchasers, you get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. Shout out to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. Shopify powers our very own kindoffunny.com slash store, our merch store. And we love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell 
everywhere. Shopify unlocks the opportunity of your business to more people every day, every 28 seconds. An entrepreneur like you makes the first sale on Shopify. Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. It's more than a store, Shopify grows with you. You can go to shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames right now. That's S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash kfgames, all lowercase. Hello, everyone. As you know, this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. We run you through the nerdy news you need to care about, and sometimes it breaks as we're recording. So I'm trying right now to get to the bottom of this. But Tom Henderson, reliable leaker who does all sorts of stuff and works at a million different sites, had tweeted earlier this morning, I'm super excited to announce a new gaming publication, Insider Gaming. See you on the inside, huge scoop in 20 minutes. And then it was that he was quote tweeting the see you on the inside, Insider Gaming, insider-gaming.com. Then uh, he followed up to his own tweet with uh, Denzel Washington gift of him slapping on the table or whatever. And it says, y'all broke the site. Now, what's interesting about the broken site is I've loaded the front page. And it's the top story is Sony to launch new PlayStation 5 with a detachable disk drive, sources suggest. I have now loaded the article. It was very slow. I have now loaded the article. So now let's join Tom Henderson in, project, in progress with Sony to launch new PlayStation 5 with detachable disk drive, sources suggest. The PlayStation 5 is set to get a unique overhaul in the middle of fiscal year 2023, with the new console launching around September 2024, sources say. Sources familiar with Sony's plans have shared details under the condition of anonymity, outlining the next iteration of the PlayStation 5. It's been suggested that this new console will completely replace the A, B, and C chassis that have been in production since the console launch. The console, currently named the D chassis, PlayStation 5, uh, will have almost identical hardware to the existing consoles already on the market. The most surprising new feature of the most surprising new feature of the new this new PlayStation 5, though, typo, is that the console will have a detachable disk drive. The detachable disk drive will be connected to the PlayStation 5 using an extra USB-C port on the back of the console. It's understood that this new PlayStation 5 console will be sold on its own uh, or in a bundle with a detachable disk drive. It's also understood that the disk drives can be purchased separately, so if that gets busted, there's no need to entirely buy an entirely new console. Sources have implied that although the new detachable disk drive is portable, it will not ruin the aesthetics of the console uh, and will attach to it without looking external, presumably meaning the new PlayStation 5 will look similar to the existing model. However, the new detachable disk drive could entail uh, that the new iteration of the PlayStation 5 will be slimmer and lighter, which is something PlayStation has been trying to implement uh, effectively with the latest PS5 models. It's understood that Sony is anticipating producing 18.5 million units of the PlayStation 5 console in fiscal year 2023 and only 12 million units of the A-C chassis consoles uh, as they begin to get phased out. The final paragraph, I don't think, is Sony Interactive has reported that as of June 2020, the company has shipped over 21.7 million PlayStation 5 consoles. If these prediction fi production figures are to be believed, it suggests that the company is expecting a significant ramp up in the next couple of years as hardware components start to become more readily available. Hmm. Rumors and speculation, take them with a grain of salt. Congrats on the new site, Tom. Danielle, do you care about a PlayStation 5 with a detachable disk drive? I kind of... I care for people with bad internet. I care for like people in rural areas that have like crappy internet or just don't have many options for internet. And they still like a lot of folks in those situations still like to buy discs, of course. So I care about sure. that. 
I also still cannot get a PlayStation 5 to save my life. I've been trying for like a yeah. year and a half. Also, Very my girlfriend much. stole my PlayStation, so she has it at her house. She has my PS4, so like I really so need you have one no PlayStation right in your house. Now. I have no PlayStation in my house right now. That's it's no way my to live. House. That's no way to live. That's you know, like it's that very upsetting. <laughs> it sounds upset. I mean, I couldn't live that way. You know, do you, you have know. your Vita at least? Still, you still got your Vita? You remote oh, playing the PlayStation? No one's 4? got the Vita anymore, Greg. Come oh on. no, the Vita. Uh, the Verge oh. published an article over the weekend saying <laughs> this is the time for the PlayStation Vita. <laughs> Really, it, I really, mean, it with, is because nobody can get the PS5. Well, you know, it's the time for the Vita during, you know, the uh, the Switch and the the Steam Deck. Yeah. Now's yeah. the time for the Vita. Deck ball. It's yeah. time for the Vita to die again. Oh. oh, the Vita. I actually love the Vita. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was great pretty thing. great. So it was a great. You know, but yeah, I I um I can't help but think like, okay, so it won't make it look you know weird. It's like, are they gonna ship with like a hidden compartment where it plugs in and then it like. Kind of like hides in a little hidden compartment. It's like, gotta be the like disc. It's gotta like you figure like how the when you put the PlayStation horizontal, PlayStation Five horizontal, and it kind of has those like plastic clips. I assume right. it would have this drive would have plastic clips that clip on it there in the front. It'll kind of like that. Hangs on to that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's one of those yeah. that I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Not yeah. that I, I'm doubting Tom's reporting or sources. I'll believe when I see it. And then what am I looking at here? I'm looking at a PlayStation 4 Pro and a PlayStation VR unit. I just, I, I, imagine, oh, that's what you, I imagine in my this head. This is it. Yeah. That the portable <laughs> disc drive is just a mini PS5 next to a oh, big it's PS5. Little buddy. Yeah. It's just like it's little buddy on the side. <laughs> see, hold on, Barrett. I'm going to send, I got to find the so ugliest image existible. Because for me, what I'm jumping to is like, yeah, well, this isn't that great, I guess. Hold on. I'm trying to find an action. Nobody actually used these things, right? Here we go. Here we go. What do you? Are, I'm old, obviously. Hold on. Copy. Yeah, you link address. No, open Same. in oh, copy image address. Barrett, I'm tossing this to you on Slack. Danielle, you're old. Barrett, you probably were in kindergarten when this happened. You remember <laughs> when the Xbox 360 was like, you know what's really going to take off? HD DVD. So we'll oh make an HD God. DVD player that's uh, totally detached. I remember yes. this, but this was too this was too rich for my blood. You know, I, oh I, yeah, I, like, I got no, the 360 and I I was happy with it and I liked it. I I, I didn't get any cool peripherals with it. Well, I, well, <sighs> again, this wasn't a cool peripheral. So I don't think you I don't think you missed much on it. Yeah, I just I remember them cool. them trying to take this thing and make this into a real action item of like, well, yeah, okay, sure, the PlayStation Three can play Blu-rays, but. HD DVD is where it's going to be at. So here's this one. Yeah, yeah, that didn't work out that way. And so that's what I envision when they say detachable uh, disk drive, uh, which I think is ugly, sinful. But perhaps, again, if it would lower the price point on it or something to that effect or give you an option when you buy it if you wanted to. Because I have heard, no, I've actually heard it the other way, haven't I? Granted, I'm hanging out with gaming peers, uh, gaming press peers, who usually are like, you know, on the coasts with these coastal elites. But usually it's, <laughs> I bought it with a disk drive and I've never used it. I've never put anything in the disk drive. But sure. I, I assume for those 4K Blu-rays, if you could have it, if you bought a digital and you had a Blu-ray collection, why not do it that way? Yeah, that makes sense. And also, yeah, I don't know. Listen, some of us have huge collections of games that are Here physical we and we, we got to do something with them. It would be nice to just put a disc in and spin it sometimes, you know? Just let it go. Embrace For the digital future. Sake. It's really fun. <laughs> it's fun being the digital future because they will give you your old games and then they'll take them away periodically. And then they'll That's give right. them back to you real quick as a treat. And you're like, oh, this is back. That's yeah. neat. Right, Barrett? You love PlayStation Plus. <laughs> Fucking Christ, Greg. Don't get me started. 
We won't. We'll move on to number four. We'll move on to number four on the Roper Report, ladies and gentlemen. Ron Gilbert's baby is out into the wild. Return to Monkey Island is getting its reviews and is doing quite well. We have the roundup for you. Right now, Return to Monkey Island has an 89 on Metacritic, an open critic of 90. Ryan McCaffrey, a young upstart reporter at IGN, writes uh, in his 9 out of 10 review, Return to Monkey Island expectedly comes packed full of smartly crafted puzzles, funny dialogue, and memorable characters. But as series creator Ron Gilbert returns to the series director chair for the first time since 1991, it unexpectedly offers a lot of heart, too. It is an adventure gamer's delight. Josh West, well, Josh West at Games Radar gave it a 4.5 out of 5, uh, said... Return to Monkey Island is a heartfelt and nostalgic return to a point-and-click adventure series that had long been left behind. It's fun, smart, and intuitive, with a story and presentation that is surprisingly self-aware. Whether this is your first brush with Guybrush Fleetwood, your si- your sixth Return to Monkey or sixth, I see what he's doing. <laughs> return to Monkey Island is a swashbuckling adventure you won't want to miss. And then Alice Bell at Rock Paper Shotgun it has an unscored review that reads. Return to Monkey Island might be playing the entire nostalgia hand, never mind the card, but it's also a very good modern point-and-click game that makes a perfect new entry to a beloved old series. Danielle, did you ever care about Return to Mon- or Monkey Island? Yes. I, oh, really? I love adventure games. I'm, I didn't really have a PC growing up, so it was like something I came to a little later in life, and like actually I think I played it on the PlayStation at some point when they did the remasters, and there were sure. multiple kind of remasters. Um, love adventure games i'm a big dork for point and click adventure games so i'm very excited to get my hands on this actually probably gonna play it with the girlfriend you know it's another it's like a good one to play with well your playstation stranded over there so that's where you gotta go yeah you know while she holds it hostage exactly yeah i know well it's a great way to make sure you come over you know what i mean (laughs) it's a great way to get you You here come on over (laughs) let's get over you know yeah (laughs) do you have expectations for this then like you're new to the series so i guess you got a whole bunch at once or could have gotten a whole bunch at once are you what do you want out of a return to monkey island oh god really really for me it comes down to like just do the puzzles make me happy because i know i'm I'm pretty confident in the writing and the jokes and the sort of the visual style in all of the parts that are like you know that you can kind of see from afar um, but for me, really, it's just like, are these going to be like clever, fun little puzzles that'll like tickle my brain and make my brain happy? And if sure. so, I'm going to be having a great time. So, yeah. Well, good. Get out there and enjoy yourself. For me, like, I worry. Like, yeah. I, 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 I'm going to go read the reviews all the way through, maybe watch some stuff. Because for me, I was, I, point and click adventure games, I always found maddening. And I'm talking sure. like when me and Poe would be sitting there playing full throttle on my PC. And like, I'd be like, what does it want us to do advance? You know what I mean? Like it's Friday night. We have to go to bed soon. Like we gotta, he's gotta go home. It's not a sleepover. What's happening. Like it was always that kind of vibe to it. And that's like, sure. for me, I became a huge telltale fan with the walking dead and them changing, yeah. you know, we're no longer point click. We're just adventure. We're just a walking sim. We're just going to go through and the story evolves around you. I was like, I fucking love this. This is amazing. And so when like, even like the re-releases of stuff like grim Fandango or whatever, I was like, Tim Schafer, I love you with all my heart. Not Broken age, God bless you. Like, this ain't what I want to be doing. I don't want to be doing this. Have a good day, sir. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's super fair. I'm just, I'm such a dork for, like, this kind of logic. For logic that makes no fucking sense. Really? (laughs) Which is, like, what point, like, adventure games are. See, for me, it's talking about it being, uh, Josh talks about it being fun, smart, and intuitive. So I'm like. That's good. I don't mind it being a puzzle that like clearly I need a you know to put a wheel on the door to open it or whatever, but like 
It's and if I gotta find the wheel, got it. I can do that. But it's yeah, when you know, how do you get this piece of you, chewing? You don't want to turn on the light. You don't want to stamp holes into a deck of cards playing a, a, in Grim Fandango to be able to like uh, use an elevator at some point, Greg. No, I love Grim I Fandango. Don't do that what a fucking fantastic yeah, video game. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, Barry. You have the platinum in Grim Fandango, don't you? I do. That was that was no joke. Yeah, that, that was no that's one where nice. uh, there's a trophy specifically that uh, uh, I think it's called Tim Schafer made us put us uh, put this in where you have tank to controls. you have to play the game in tank controls. So I went I, I had a couple of conversations that I was missing and I had that trophy. So I replayed the game entirely in uh, tank controls and got those last uh, couple of conversations. Platted wow. baby. Wow. What a monster. It's impressive. Impressive. Not you, Tim Schaefer, to make you do that. You know. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're a monster for, you know, playing Platy Bird over and over again to get a million Platinums. First off, I played six different versions of Platy Bird two times <laughs> yeah. to get a dozen Platinum trophies. It's not nearly as bad as you make it sound. It was a fun time. Who didn't love that? It was great. Only cost me $14. <laughs> we'll talk about PS I love you. Don't worry about it. Uh, for now, no. Number five on the Roper Report, uh, Fortnite's new season adds Spider-Gwen and Goopy Chrome. <laughs> this is Andrew Webster at The Verge. A new season of Fortnite is upon us, and it's dripping with Chrome. Today sees the launch of Chapter 3, Season 4 for the Battle Royale game, dubbed Paradise. And the big change this time around is a mysterious new substance. It's called Chrome, and it appears to be able to change just about everything it touches. You can splash it on walls to go right through them, or splash it on yourself for temporary fire immunity and moving and faster sprinting. Uh, other additions uh, this season include new locations like a floating condo and other points of interest that have, naturally, been infested with chrome. Sniper rifles have received a big buff, increasing both damage and headshot multipliers. There's also a new kind of vault, which can be opened by finding various keys located across the island, giving players access to high-level loot. And a new season means a new battle pass with lots of characters to unlock. Highlighting this season's battle pass is Spider-Gwen, and players who purchase the pass will immediately get access to a new skin called Paradigm. Danielle, do you care at all about Fortnite? I do. I also started playing Fortnite this summer. It was oh <laughs> it was like a real thing. I started playing more games as a service games uh, sure. over the summer, which was pretty fun, actually. I discovered that Fortnite is like super chill and super fun to play. I'm playing it on the Switch, so like I do not care about the high performance kind of stuff. I sure, yeah, yeah. was having a great ass time, you know, doing the Indiana Jones stuff, for example, and, you know, kind of running around and having fun. So I'm actually pretty excited about this, although... I did wish, and maybe they'll still do this. I, you know, the nerd level is going to be really high on this one. But if you're going to call it paradise, like I, I want some divine comedy jokes in here. Like, get me some of that. Wow, that's okay. some of what I would like in some quest designs. Listen, even if it's like one really ridiculous little reference, I will be so happy. Maybe it'll be in there. Yeah, maybe it'll. You know, don't count them out. Yeah, they are nerds over there, Donald Mustard. You know what I mean? Like, you know? there's a chance you get that. There's a chance to get that. But that was a high level of nerdness. I wasn't expecting. It was maybe the highest level. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's. I I am not obsessed with Fortnite like Joey and Kevin on kind of funny's uh, roster. Barrett, I, sure, and I know sure. Barrett for the Barrett. Barrett, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the best Fortnite players on staff, if not the best. I don't know uh, if you're obsessed, though, Barrett. Are you playing a lot anymore? I don't know where you're at. It's an on-again, off-again relationship. Okay. Right now, I'm on-again with Splatoon, oh. not ah. Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that see, for me, Fortnite, I'm on and, on and off with all the time. Where if they're playing and they want to play, sure, I'll jump in and do it, but I'm not obsessed with it. Like, I still, my best, the best season of Fortnite was the, for me, the Marvel season where everything sure. was Marvel. Yeah. That was an amazing. I didn't play enough of it, if I'm being honest, because I was obsessed with Avengers at the time. They both came out at the same time. So it's like I missed Wow. I missed my window to really be you missed obsessed, your obsessed. window to play a good Avengers game. 
it's not wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? in the grand sense, we all know Avengers is good. You know what I mean? But is it great? We'll find out tomorrow, of course. Don't forget. Uh, we have breaking news for you on that, too. Marvel's Avengers tweets, The Scientist Supreme is growing desperate. The Avengers have forced her hand. A new elite villain sector, No Rest for the Wicked, launches tomorrow. So everybody gets stoked about that. Whoa. Everybody gets stoked about that. No big deal. No big deal. It'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> but good. I'm, well, I'm glad you came to Fortnite because yeah, I, I usually go through the cycles with Fortnite where I'll yeah. play it really hard for a month or whatever and then fall off for a year something like that come back for new seasons but i need to look at the battle pass here again as a marvel fan and a spider gwen fan that's exciting yeah. but she would definitely fall into the camp of i got this skin and i'm never gonna wear it because it just doesn't make sense to me to have spider gwen running around with a gun captain america sure. with a gun that's why he's my main it makes sense go do it sure this makes sense this makes sense thank you i appreciate Listen, that. i'm the one who wants a you know a, a wild 16th century literary reference in fortnite so i am not one to judge you know at all Goddamn right. Don't judge me. You don't even have a PlayStation in your house. I don't have to listen to you. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> Number six on the Roper Report. The Pokemon Company denies claims that it has issues with nuns lock runs. This is Chris Scullion over at VGC. The Pokemon Company has denied claims that it has an issue with content creators performing news lock? Nuns lock? Nuz lock runs of its yeah. games. What the it's hell is nuzzle. this? Yeah. Uh, this is the best story this week by far. <laughs> okay, uh, I made like, allegations I... that it had previously removed creators from its content program in do for doing so. It was recently claimed by Kit Ellis and Krista Yang, friends of the show, the previous co-hosts of the official Nintendo YouTube show Nintendo Minute, that the Pokemon Company was strongly against their suggestion that they do a Nuzlocke run. The Nuzlocke run is a playthrough of the game that can have numerous rules, but the main two are a permadeath rule, if, which in which if a Pokemon faints, it must be released. And a rule that players can only catch the first wild Pokemon they encounter in each area. No others. However, Ellis and Yang claim that they were told such rules were as frowned upon as ROM hacking, something the Pokemon company has now denied. In a statement made to... Sarah B, Sarah, yeah, Sarah B site owner uh, Joe Merrick, the Pokemon Company International said, quote, we do not have any rules with fans slash creators playing the game with Nuzlocke rules. As part of a viewer Q&A in a YouTube video posted last week, Ellis and Yang were asked if they ever tried a Nuzlocke run of the game. Quote, we thought this would be a great idea for a Nintendo Minute video, Ellis said. So we pitched to the Pokemon Company saying, hey, we would like to do a Nuzlocke run. What do you think? And they said, here's what we think. Bam, punching his hands. <laughs> uh, quote, we thought they were going to fire us, Yang added. Ellis explained, uh, they said, we consider this to be on the same level as using a hacked game, ROM hacks. I was like, excuse me? This is the style of playing a game that everybody can buy there's no hacking yang then alleged quote there there were a lot of creators that played a nuzlocke style of pokemon that got erased from their creator program end quote the pokemon <laughs> company's brief statement appears to dispute this claim oh my god oh my god oh my god what a weird weird story like i you know again friends of the show uh kit and krista and when they started off they have their own patreon now they have their own show and all that stuff when they started it and they like one of their first one was like What's it like, you know, at, behind the scenes at Nintendo for E3 or some other thing like that or whatever it was? And I was like, damn, Nintendo, another veiled company that really doesn't like people talking for them. I was like, this could get sticky. And here we are as the Pokemon company is arguing publicly with Kit and Krista about Nuzlocke. Yeah. Okay. It's wild. I, I just, I have to see, like, some, like, disgruntled boss doing this and being like, you can't hack the game? What are you, Nuzlocke? That's a hack. Like just losing their mind, feeling like, oh my God, this this rule that you can put into the game, this way of playing the game, a speed run, 
clearly that's that's using our IP incorrectly and they should be put in jail. Like it's it's very funny. I'm just picturing like a very, you know, a besuited person being very upset. This is this it violates the sacred rules of what we designed with a Pokemon. You know what I mean? And that's the other thing too, of course, is it gets weird of like who said this, like whoever they're talking to, right? Like it could be that person's opinion versus what the company's opinion is of uh, this whole thing. Sure. But what a goofy, what a goofy thing to stand in the way of, you know, a game of like, I would think it would actually inspire you to replay Pokemon. I right, put it down. Absolutely. Now that you hear about this for this time, you're like, oh, that might be fun to do. That'd be a neat way to try it. And you go play, play more Pokemon. Yeah, you would, you would think, but my God, the, just the things you hear sometimes about what it's like behind closed doors is truly next level. Uh, and uh, we can laugh at it, I suppose. Although I feel bad for them for, you know, proposing a really cool idea and then being shot down in such a dramatic fashion. Well, know? I am on Twitter.com slash Kit and Krista to see if they had any response to this whole thing, right? And 19 hours ago, it's the cat meme with the newspaper and it says we should do a Nuzlocke run. So if you if you like the idea, Danielle, I have great news. Kit yes. and Krista are about to do it. Everybody get ready. Yeah. You can find them over on, like I said, Kit and Chris on Twitter and find them on Patreon and do all that stuff. Good folks over there. Danielle, shit, I didn't prep you for this. Have you ever watched the show before? Do you ever watch the show? It's okay to say no. I have a couple times, yes. Do you, ever, do you remember what the co-host says here when I do this thing? It's on the thing. It's highlighted. Do you have the script in front of you? I have the script in front of me. Let me Scroll on down to the highlighted oh portion. Oh, my God. It's okay. that okay. No, no, no. Don't say it. Don't say it. Uh, I can't wait to see uh, Kit and Chris do a Nuzlocke run. That'll be a great time. But, Danielle, that content is so far away. If I wanted to know where to go to get the gaming news in the mom and grop shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Just like we rehearsed. Out today, return to Monkey Island on PC and Switch. There is no light on PC. Truck Driver on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X. Hyper Demon is on Steam. Uh, and then you have a new date for you, as I already said. But to reiterate, if you're a Play Avengers fan, we are God. getting an elite villain sector tomorrow. No rest for the wicked. Everybody be ready for it, all right? Deals of the day for your Ring Fit Adventure on Switch is now only $54.99 at Best Buy. Remember this thing, this took over. Pandemic, it was either are you baking bread, playing Animal Crossing, or trying to get in shape with Ring Fit? Maybe all three. Yeah, yeah maybe all three. <laughs> and all three lasted about a week and a half, two weeks. You know what I mean? And then we all moved yeah. on to just being sad and drinking. But there you go. That's you want to get your own Ring Fit Adventure. Get in shape before the new studio launches in less than a month. Good Lord. There you go. Go to Best Buy. Danielle, we asked people watching live on youtube.com slash kind of funny games so go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe each and every week uh gabe writes in and says other notable albums released the same day as the green album may 15th 2001 lateralist by Tool, which is definitely where all these people were. That's definitely what everybody was So Addictive by Missy Elliott, Reveal by R.E.M., The World Needs uh. a Hero by Megadeth, and the Shrek soundtrack. Hell yeah. Oh. It was definitely Somebody Tool. Somebody once told me. It was definitely, because it, it was Colleen and her boyfriend Steve and a bunch of other people, and they were the they listened to Tool for sure. They had that edge to them. They mm. listened to Tool. But on you know, that day, my friends. mom was definitely jamming out to the new R.E.M. album. What 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 was on that? Give me what was the hit single off? I gotta I gotta look it up. That's fine. I don't expect you to reveal reveal yeah reveal by REM. Let's go track listing, all the way up to Reno, imitation of life, and I'll take the rain are the singles listed off of that album. Okay, 
Okay. okay. Not, not an REM album I'm familiar with, to be honest. I do know a good amount of REM, though. The Portland was Kevin. Missy Elliott, was that? What, is that the one we think? Or was it what, Shrek? What was, that was so addictive. That everyone was in line for. Shrek, 100%. <laughs> soundtrack absolutely kills it. Good. It was a good soundtrack. Shout out to Smash Mouth. Uh, the Portland Kevin. Writes in with a you're wrong and says the ha- this is one we didn't talk about when we were talking about biggest video game leaks. The Half Life Half Life Two source code leak in 2004 was a big oh deal God. and resulted yeah. in a major delay of the game and the eventual ar- arrest of the hacker in Germany. So yeah, yeah. definitely. And then Anon writes in to correct Danielle. Danielle called Cyberpunk City Midnight City when in fact it is called Night City. Same thing. I'm so sorry. I'm so I mean, sorry. pretty M83. good for somebody. M83. Pretty good. I'm so sorry. Yeah. For somebody who hasn't played the game, you're right in the money. I'm like, yeah. Midnight Somewhere City was <laughs> Bandai Namco's indie label they did for a while, right? Wasn't that the one? They published Costume Quest 2. I digress. Kindofunny.com. If, if you want to get yeah. on it and tell me if I got that, I think it was they were. The, uh, no. Yeah, fuck. God damn it. Now it's going to drive me crazy. Uh, this is a race to the finish, everybody. Kindofunny.com slash you're wrong. Midnight City was the indie label for what company? Right now I'm saying Bandai Namco, but I don't think that's right. But I need you to find it and tell me, all right? They put out Costume Quest 2. Was it Devolver? No, was that one not make sense, was associated? It? No, no, no. No. But it's like Majesco? Was it Majesco? It might have been Majesco. Majesco. It might have been Majesco. Fuck, that's going to drive me crazy. I hope I got it right. I'm, everybody's just talking about Midnight City as a song. They're not like... It's a great song. Out. It's a great song. It's in my head right now. Wait, running it, around. You're, t- yeah. you're saying they did Costume Quest? Two. They published Costume Trust too. Nanobiology uh, says it was Majesto. It was Majesto. It was Majesto. Okay, awesome. Thank you for getting oh it off my, my back. I'm sorry I didn't know. That's cool. Never a good sign when you inhale and you smell smoke. <laughs> oh no. But but it smells like fire like firewood smoke, not like good, the house is good burning smoke, down. Good smoke, not like oh shit. Like campfire okay. smoke. But you know, mm. just to be safe, we'll chill. But here's the, here's the like, thing, Greg, smoke? is that we your have a house sm- made of wooden. Good point. But I think our neighbor smokes. Our na- I shouldn't say I think. I know our neighbor smokes a lot of meat, so it might be that too. Mm. I wonder, wonder, Jen, comma, do you do you smell smoke? And if the, if it is the neighbor smoking meats, ask him what kind of meat they're they're smoking today. Yeah. Well, I don't have him on Slack. Oh. Unfortunate. Get on that. Neighborhood Slack, baby. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, like I said. A whole bunch of people got laid off recently in games media. That means it's co-host week here on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Of course, Danielle's here right now, and you should support her. But tomorrow, it's going to be me and Nikki Grayson, formerly of Fanbyte. Wednesday, yes. it's going to be me and Jennifer Locke, formerly of Android Central. Thursday, it'll be me and Funky Joseph, formerly of Fanbyte. No, I'm sorry. I screwed that up. Thursday, Blessing and Funky Joseph, formerly of Fanbyte. Friday, Blessing and Carly uh, Velosi, formerly of Windows Central. Support all these people and make sure you get out there and do that. Danielle, where can everybody keep supporting you? Absolutely. Thank you for asking. Twitter is probably the best one. Danielle, R-I-D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-R-I. Right there. Uh, yeah, that's Finn right there when she was a little younger in that oh. uh, pinned tweet right there. Yeah, oh, so, uh, there she is. That's my little girl right there. Yep, 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 yep. She's pretty good. But yeah, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it so, so much. Oh, and yeah, hire yeah, uh, fanbite. Hashtag hire fanbite got a little hashtag going on for all our very good folks so yeah i appreciate that i will well actually 
Roger, if you're watching this, give me a sign. And then all the kind of funny tweets you use, hashtag fire. Uh, uh, fire. <laughs> this already, that already fire. happened. Hire fan fight. We should do that on all the ones today. Make sure we know that. Roger, I assume you're hearing this into the world. Okay, great. Uh, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Over there, you can write in to be part of the show. You, of course, can be a Patreon producer. You can get the show ad free. You can get it with the post show we're about to do where Danielle's going to tell us her video game history. Of course, you can get these benefits for Gamescast, Xcast, PS I Love You. You can watch us record on Wednesday our re-review of God of War live before anybody. And yes, I'll be pulling from the comments on that private stream. So that's a great way to be on the show as well. <sighs> However, no bucks toss our way. No big deal. YouTube.com slash games for us to watch it live, to watch it later. And then later on, it's confusing. We used to have the Twitch thing for live and now we're doing this experiment with YouTube. So it's weird to say YouTube.com kind of funny games. I'll get there. I'll figure it out. I'll come up with a better rigmarole. I believe in you. Anyways, youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roofstreet.com, podcast services around the globe. For now, Danielle and I got to keep talking on Patreon. Oh, and if you're watching live right now, of course, go to twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, where Mike and Andy are doing episode two of KFFL. That's right. The kind of funny football league is going uh, as the SF 49ers take on somebody else. And remember that all of you are in there and all of us are the 49ers. And then he pulled in a bunch of people and it's crazy over there. And it's a lot of fun. And it's a really good time. Even if you don't like football, because Mike and Andy get to just commentate on football like we did on wrestling. And it's a great time. And if you want to see it later, youtube.com slash kind of funny plays. That's enough promotion for now. We're going to go talk to Danielle. But until next time. It's been our pleasure to serve you.